Welcome to the Five Riders 5 Minutes podcast and YouTube where five riders share all their top tips on writing books, writing stories. I'm Tristan Banks. I'm Leon Tanner. I'm Deborah Abella. I'm Zanny Louise. And I'm Sarah Armstrong. Today we're going to talk about making it personal, putting some of yourself on the page. It can be a bit of a challenge. It can be confronting to put some of your own life into your stories. Leon, do you put much of yourself into your stories? Yeah, I do, Tristan. I find that bits of my life creep into my stories all the time, especially people I know or places I've been. In my very first book, Rats, I used one of my neighbours as inspiration for the villain. <laughs> uh, and one of the characters in the Keepers trilogy, the boy Toadspit, was very strongly based on my brother Michael. A clue for Clara was inspired by one of my own chooks, who wasn't actually a detective as far as I know, but she was really smart and really brave. So people and places. But I think the main part of my life that goes into my stories is my own emotions. So I've never actually been afraid of a dragon, but I have been afraid of a vicious dog. And so if I've got a character who's afraid of a dragon, I can use my memory of what it feels like to be afraid of that vicious dog to write about a character who is afraid of a drag. And in the same way, I have never actually been a bossy duck, but I have been a bossy human. So I can use that to write the bossy duck. So yeah, they're the main <laughs> ways my character comes into it. That's very good. <laughs> you are you are a bossy, lovely human, uh, Liam. <laughs> yeah. And I write a bossy, lovely duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I agree with you. I, I put I think there's always part of us in our stories that we write because we we need that. We need that connection with that story if it's going to feel real. I actually wrote a book called Teresa, A New Australian, which is an historical fiction, which is based on the story of my dad who was born in a cave during a bombing raid in World War II in a country called Malta. And um, I actually interviewed lots and lots of Maltese people who are older now and who were tiny kids at the time. And they told me what it was like. So um, I kind of borrowed my family's history and all of the histories of those people to write that book. But I also put in, you know, my Grimsden trilogy is my crankiness that us humans sometimes are not doing a very good job of taking care of the planet and that really fired up that book and then I of course I added sea monsters and flying machines and girls who are good with swords and the book of wondrous possibilities it is seriously my love letter to how books save me if I'm feeling depressed or lost or sad or a bit cranky about something so yeah I think Leon I'm like you it's more my uh, input into my books is the emotion mostly I've heard that being talked about as philosophical stakes. So you, you have to have something in there which really means something and it's going to be more convincing if it's something you care about. So that makes so much sense to me, Deb. And I think it's definitely the same for me. And it was the difference between uh, when I was trying to write a novel. So I'd written a couple of novels, but none of them had those personal stakes in it. So it wasn't until Queenie and Seven Moves, where I wrote truly from the heart and truly from something very personal, something I cared about deeply. And although all the characters are fictional, the settings fictional, the moves and all of that are fictional, the feeling and the essence is real. And so now that was like unlocking a magic door. I know what I need to go into a story to have enough juice there to be able to write, you know, 40, 50,000 words. I have to have to care about it. And it has to be 
personal. And so I love this topic because it's everything for me. Mm, that's good. I think that the part of myself I bring <clears throat> to characters is often just the way I see the world and the kind of questions I have about the world. And these are all things I used to think about when I was the age of the readers of my, you know, books, Big Magic and Magic Awry, which, you know, sort of eight through to 12, right? I was, you know, really interested in parallel universes and that idea that we can make a decision and head down a certain path or something can happen to us and head us down a certain path. But what if something different had happened? How different would our life be? It just That just really preoccupied me as a child. I was really interested in it and really fascinated by this idea of parallel universes. So I brought parallel universes into the book and, you know, gave my character Tulsi the opportunity to ponder that and, and think about some of the bigger questions like what happens to us after we die and those sorts of things. So I give those to those questions to my characters and I think definitely there's a bit of me in all of my characters in my adult books as well. You know, my dog Louis appears, you know, mm-hmm. and in fact all you yes. appear in Big Magic. So I <laughs> I draw from my own life in that way too. So if you ever read Big Magic, you have to spot where uh, all these guys are. Uh, of course, you yeah. drew on my trapeze uh, abilities, which is nice. <laughs> That's right. You are an extremely good trapeze artist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I love that you come from character and I love that you're talking about wrestling with ideas that you think are really interesting because people often say, oh, how do you know which story to go with, which story to write? And I reckon if it's something, it has to be something that you genuinely love. You can be writing Mm. for a readership and you can think, oh, well, 12-year-old me would have liked this. But unless you have stakes in the game right now, Mm. I really don't think you you can stick with it for however long, the year or two years or five years or whatever it might take you to write the story. The first couple of um, years of me writing children's books, I feel like I was trying to write commercial books where stuff blows up and things happen (laughs) all the time and never be boring and, hey, look at this and look at that, just because I didn't want the reader to be bored. But then probably by 2009, 2010, I started to realise that um, what I needed to do was sort of put more of myself on the page. And I didn't feel like kids would read this as much, but I felt like I wanted to do it anyway. And so Two Wolves and Scar Town, I started writing together at that same time. One came out five years later, one came out 13 years later, <laughs> but they're. But I think they're my most personal books. And they both around that time, that, that shift from trying to write commercial books that I think other people are going to like to writing stories that I genuinely love in mm. this moment and feel like I probably would have loved when I was 12 years old too. So thanks a lot. We've got five different points of view. I reckon um, hopefully people will take away some things that will be interesting for their own stories. Check out all our episodes on the podcast and on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in and see you later. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.